0: Welcome to it's personal real impact requires real truth, the podcast where women business owners come to uncover the real truth about what it takes to use your adversity as your superpower to create the impact you're put on this earth to create. If you like real talk, real truth and big impact, get ready to go deep with me, your host, business coach, TEDx speaker, and profitable happy CEO, Carrie Coe. Welcome truth seekers. It's about to get real. Hey, truth seekers. I feel like this episode is going to be a little bit of a PSA, a little bit of a public service announcement for all of us, quite frankly, because one of the things that is so important when we're looking at the impact that we want to create, obviously that impact goes well beyond us. It's it's that ripple effect. It's that that ripple that extends beyond our imagination. But in order to create that ripple, our business has to start with us. We are our business. And this is something that, number one, scares some people away. And number two, when they embrace it, they realize what a gift that is. And that's where we're going to dive into today. Because let's just normalize this a little bit. Because let's look at the entrepreneurs that so many of us admire. So I just created this quiz called find your entrepreneurial doppelganger. And it's super fun. It's inside profitable, happy CEO, if you want to check it out. But when I was doing this, I was really looking at all of these amazing women that I look up to and their strengths and their skill sets and what created their success. And it was really, their uniqueness that they brought to the business, who they were is what built their brands. And so let's look at Oprah. I mean, you know, Oprah, who does not love Oprah? If you don't love Oprah, I'm just saying this may not be the place for you, (laughs) but Oprah is someone we all can just admire in terms of the massive, massive empire that she has built. And we love her because she's Oprah. She's vulnerable. She's just like us, even though she's a cajillionaire, right? But the name of her business is Harpo Productions. None of us think of Harpo Productions when we think about Oprah. Oprah is Oprah because Oprah is her business, right? Let's think about another one. How about Ariana Huffington? She is the founder of Thrive Global, the Huffington Post, amazing, amazing business owner. And we know her for her passion for rest and rejuvenation and and the work she's done around sleep and how she created a movement around that. She is known based on her personal experiences, and that's what informed the movement and the impact that she created. Let me give you another one. Do you know who the face is behind Parkwood Entertainment? Neither did I, but it is queen B Beyonce. Oh God. Beyonce. Again, who does not love Beyonce? I cannot. She is just like the biggest inspiration, but what's interesting about Beyonce is when you look at her being her business, right? I mean, she's a, she's a performer. So obviously, you know, she is the face of her, of her business, but she's highly, highly private. And I will never forget I used to watch Oprah, the Oprah show, like literally every day I'd record it. I'd come home from work. I'd hop on my elliptical and I would watch Oprah. And I remember when Oprah interviewed Beyonce and Beyonce had just started dating Jay-Z and she was so private about it and everybody just wanted to know, right? And she's like, nope, that's just part of my life that I'm not going to share, right? And then of course we all get even more curious But what I love about Beyonce is she is her business and everything's on her terms, right? She shocks and delights us with all of her surprise album drops and the way she does it is so aligned with who she is. If you are ready to attract and close dream high ticket clients online consistently without icky cold outreach and no exhausting launches, then head on over to monetizeyourauthority.com. That's monetizeyourauthority.com to get started. Okay, back to the show. And that's the cool thing, you guys, about creating a business and about creating impact is that when we believe that you are your business, then the cool thing is think about the kind of person you are, right? Aren't you the kind of person who keeps going? Aren't you the kind of person who goes for what she wants, doesn't ask permission? Aren't you the kind of person who gets visible even when it's scary? So when we realize this, it's like, oh yeah, I am the kind of person who can rely on me. And let's be honest, there are way too many women out there who blame themselves and wonder, you know, what's wrong with me? Everyone else is doing the thing and it's just not happening for me. And so, you know, this, you are your business concept can go both ways, right? When we forget the kind of person we are, then we can get into a spiral. But when we can tap into the fact that you are your business and what are you made of, then we can create that impact that we've been trying to create. So I had a client recently join my client attraction program, Clarity to Clients, and every Friday I have everyone share their wins. We are always sharing our wins. We share it before every coaching call, like it's a super important part to rewire our brain to receive that success. And so she was in the group. She was in there for like a week, and she's like, "God, what is wrong with me? How come these people have such great wins, and and I haven't been able to do that?" You know, she'd done all the cookie cutter strategies, the challenges, the workshops. You know, she'd read the book. She put herself out there and she was in this cycle. She'd get motivated and she'd have these amazing ideas and she'd put them out there and then she'd get crickets and then she'd be disappointed and then she'd hide and then she'd retreat and then she'd take a break and then she'd have to start all over again. And, you know, she was really relying on this external validation, which is comments and likes and people sharing your stuff to ensure that she was heard and seen. But when we are our business, we don't rely on our audience to make us feel heard or seen, to make us feel like we belong. We know that inherently we are safe to be us, that we do belong. And so, you know, when we uncovered her self-sabotaging patterns, which by the way, I want to make a point about self-sabotage because we all have those patterns. And really when it boils down to this one definition When we create strategies out of suffering, that is the definition of self-sabotage. Because when we're in a state of nothing's working, what's wrong with me? Okay, I'm going to push, push, push. I'm just going to do the thing. I'm going to do this formula that some coach gave me. And then we get the same results. Creating something out of suffering is more suffering. And so when we can end our self-sabotage by really neutralizing these negative, distressing emotions and choosing our state and creating strategies from a place of elevation, suddenly our self-sabotage patterns go away. And so that's what I did with this client. And so suddenly, you know, she saw that if I'm my business how can I create the simplicity that I'm dying for? How can I create the competency that I know I need? How can I take ownership for my emotional management? And, you know, when you look at those three things and you own that you are your business, just ask yourself, okay, I'm my business. How do I want to make this simple? Can I have one signature offer? Can I just focus on one audience? Can I just focus on one platform instead of trying to be all over the internet? I'm telling you, when we own our business and that we are the face of the business, we get to do whatever we want. And most of my clients want to simplify. And so ask yourself okay, I'm my business. How do I want this to look? How simple can I make it? Right? And where's that one piece of competency that I want? This client in particular really had a hard time with sales and she you know, sales was icky and it was just like, oh, I don't know. I feel so pushy. And so we really worked on aligning her offer with the results that she had. So she really felt it in her bones and she learned the advocacy-based selling methods that I teach inside of Clarity to Clients so that it's really the definition of sales is service when we come from a place of advocacy and permission-based sales. And once she mastered that, she started closing clients. And once she realized those triggers that would put her into that tailspin, into this, like, what is wrong with me? Then she was able to have that emotional management that she had been, didn't know she was looking for, quite frankly, but is what helped her create more momentum, helped her create faster and better results. So I tell you this story about this client, because I know a lot of you relate to this, right? A lot of us, you know, have been out there comparing and despairing. And and listen, all of that is just a symptom of us not owning the fact that we are our business. Our priorities are unique, our lifestyles unique, our perspectives, our training, our experience. There is no one out there like you, with the offer that you have, with the mission that you have. So when you own that you are your business, you get to tap into that Oprah, Beyonce, Ariana energy and create that impact that you were put on this world to create. You got this. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow so you can get notified when I drop a new episode and share it with a friend and head on over to monetizeyourauthority.com if you are ready to increase your impact with big revenue and big shifts. And hey, let's hang out. Come on over to my Facebook group, Profitable Happy CEO, or follow me on Instagram at Carrie underscore E underscore co. See you there.